Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern with the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Command is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Command with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll look keen. You'll get a shave that's smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate Shave Cream fan. The 477th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Featuring America's most famous collector of yarns and stories, radio's number one sports reporter, Bill Stern. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Our guest tonight is the beautiful motion picture star, Marie McDonald. But before you meet Marie McDonald in person, here is real one. Say, here's a friendly warning from old Santa Claus, Bill Stern. Do you realize you've only six more shopping days left to get Colgate Christmas shaving sets for the men on your Christmas list? For dad, brother, son, or the boyfriend. For the fellow who has everything. For the hard-to-please man. There's no better present than this big supply of face happiness. How's about it, Bob? Bill, this Colgate Christmas shaving set will wreath any man in smiles before, during, and after every shave. This gift box of beauty in itself contains a husky large-sized tube of Colgate shaving cream, either Colgate brushless or Colgate lather, as you prefer, plus a generous big bottle of Colgate aftershave lotion and large tin of Colgate talc for men. It's the shave team of champions. Right. Because Colgate shaving creams are light and fine-textured, they completely surround, soften, and support each whisker. Let your razor cut close, clean, and smooth. They finish with a dash of refreshing Colgate aftershave lotion and Colgate talc, to remove aftershave shine without making you look powdered and you have the shave of shaves. Doesn't every man on your list rate this? Then buy them all a Colgate Christmas shaving set tomorrow at your favorite drug department or variety store. This Colgate shaving set in the big, handsome holiday package is only 91 cents. Real two. Portrait of the past. All this past fall, ladies and gentlemen, We've been traveling around the nation, broadcasting the country's biggest football games. And yet it was down in the South that we were told this incredible story. The story of a prize fighter. Our story begins 50 years ago, when there was a prize fighter named Harry Armstrong. Harry Armstrong was a good fighter. In fact, he was good enough to be engaged by the famous McIntyre and Heath Minstrel Show to put on boxing exhibitions as part of their show. However, one day down South, the McIntyre and Heath Minstrel Show, featuring Harry Armstrong, the boxer, came to a place called Old Town, Louisiana. The morning the show reached Old Town, Louisiana, the stage manager called Harry Armstrong, the boxer, into his dressing room, and he said, Harry, business is so bad that we've just got to do something to get these people here in Old Town into the theater. Now, to do this, we've had a special song written for the show about this town we're in, Hoping the people here in Old Town will come and hear it. Well, it's nice, but what's that got to do with me? Well, to make room for that song, Harry, we've had to cut you out of the show. (laughs) 
That's why Harry Armstrong quit the McIntyre and Heath Minstrel Show in Old Town, Louisiana, and why he came east. Back in the east, Harry began to think. If he could lose his job as a boxer just because somebody wrote a song, maybe songwriting was better than boxing. That's why Harry Armstrong decided that he would try to write a song. And he did. Well, that's the story. The story of a prize fighter named Harry Armstrong. A prize fighter who gave up fighting to turn to songwriting. And he wrote a great song. He wrote such a great song that it became the immortal and never to be forgotten. A song that's known everywhere as Sweet Adeline. Sweet That's the story of Sweet Adeline, a song that never would have been written if a prize fighter hadn't been forced to leave the McIntyre and Heath Minstrel Show in Old Town, Louisiana. Forced to leave in Old Town, Louisiana because they had a special song written to take his place. Strange that a special song written in Old Town, Louisiana should be the reason for Harry Armstrong leaving his show and writing the immortal song Sweet Adeline. But maybe you'd be interested in knowing what this special song was that forced Harry Armstrong to leave that show. That special song also became a great hit, for it was called... song called There'll Be a Hot Time in the Old Town Tonight that forced a prizefighter to change his profession and write Sweet Adeline. Reel three. Colgate's camera close-up of Marie McDonald. Our guest tonight is the lovely and famous motion picture star Marie McDonald, nicknamed The Body, and now in order that you may hear Marie McDonald speaking in person, this is Bill Stern in New York switching you to Hollywood, California, where the next voice you hear will be that of lovely and famous Marie McDonald. Good evening, Bill. You know, you're the one who always tells sports stories, but tonight I have a sports story to tell you. Not so long ago, there was a youngster who wanted to play baseball. This kid loved baseball. He wanted to play more than he wanted to eat. But this youngster's father didn't want his son to play ball. Instead, he wanted that boy to study music. Well, Bill, I don't think that boy's ever been sorry he listened to his father and gave up baseball for music. For he went on to become one of the greatest orchestra leaders in America. His name is Tommy Dorsey. I ought to know because I used to sing with his orchestra. This is Marie McDonald in Hollywood returning you to Bill Stern in New York. Thanks so much. Good luck and good night, Marie McDonald. Real four, I'll be back in just a moment with an amazing story out of this past football season. But first, here's Bob Sherry. One, two, three, four, five, six. Only six more shopping days to Christmas. But you can finish shopping for all the men on your list tomorrow. Get them all this wonderful Colgate Christmas shaving set. It's a wonderful gift and wonderful value. Right, Bill? There's no better gift for shaving happiness and good grooming. This Colgate shaving set gives a man a whopping large tube of light, fine-textured Colgate shaving cream, either brushless or lather as you prefer, plus a generous bottle of Colgate aftershave lotion and a husky tin of Colgate talc for men, all three in a handsome holiday gift box for only 91 cents. Every man rates this big supply of super shaving comfort. Buy him a big Colgate shaving set tomorrow at your favorite drug department or variety store. Remember the Colgate Christmas shaving set, only 91 cents. And now, back to Bill Stern. Real five. Portrait of this past 1948 football season. Well, the football season's over. It's been a great season. We've traveled from one end of the country to the other, broadcasting the nation's top games. 
And so tonight, we'd like to review the entire season week by week and tell you some of the incredible stories that we picked up in each of the cities we visited while broadcasting the nation's biggest games. The season began way back in September as we watched the opening game between Purdue and Notre Dame. That day, we couldn't help thinking of the two most famous coaches of those teams, Noble Kaiser of Purdue and Newt Rockley of Notre Dame, both graduates of Notre Dame. And yet, even though they were both dead, they were both together that day. For, as Mrs. Rockney said... I know my husband and Noble Kaiser are watching this game. And as their two old teams meet, there are smiles on their faces. That's the story. The story of the fighting Irish in Notre Dame, whose traditional rival is the University of Southern California. And the next week, we broadcast the Southern California-Ohio State game. Who would have thought that day as we went Southern Cal lose to Ohio State that the same USC team would later rise to such heights to tie Notre Dame, tie Notre Dame, a team that was leading the West along with Illinois. You know, but we never go to Illinois to broadcast the game without thinking about their great coach, Bob Zuppi, who, even though his wife is dead, has never changed a thing in her room. Now he's never changed a thing in her room, for he knows that even in death, she'll always be loyal to the orange and blue of Illinois. Ah, but we've only started wending our way along the dusty trails of broadcasting the nation's games. The next week, we were down in New Orleans. Way down yonder in New Orleans, in the land of CBC. Down in New Orleans, we broadcast the Tulane, Mississippi game. And you know, you know, we will never get down to New Orleans without thinking about Pete Herman, the former Bantamweight champion of the world. Pete Herman, he's now the Louisiana State Boxing Commissioner. And as Boxing Commissioner, he has to see every prize fight, despite the fact that he's blind. And it was this same Pete Herman who advised us to travel north the following week, to travel north to broadcast the game between Michigan and Minnesota. Michigan and Minnesota, who fight for the little brown jug, America's most traditional football trophy. And watching that game was Oscar Munson, who 40 years ago as a janitor had found that little brown jug in a trash heap. 40 years ago, that jug was worth 10 cents. Today, in tradition, it's worth over a million dollars. But speaking of tradition, is there more traditional college song than the famous I'm a Ramblin' Wreck from Georgia Tech? I'm a Ramblin' Wreck from Georgia Tech and a hell of an engineer. A hell of 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 an Next Saturday, the next Saturday we broadcast a great game as Georgia Tech rolled over Duke. And as that famous song echoed over the stadium, we remembered how that song had been written. It was written for a team invited to the Rose Bowl, a team that turned the bid down to go to war. But now it was November, and the next week we were broadcasting from Oklahoma. Oklahoma, where the wind comes down the plain. And that day, watching Oklahoma play Missouri, we remembered that not so many years ago, the same university had been so poor that to play its first game away from home, just to get away, the University of Oklahoma had to borrow $300 from the village barber, the same village barber who once wanted to go to Northwestern. The following week, we broadcast a Northwestern game, a game which saw the Northwestern Wildcats claw the undefeated Irish of mighty Notre Dame, a game which was almost as good as the one we broadcast the next week, a game between the Buckeyes of Ohio State and the Wolverines of Michigan. Hail to the big hail to the country heroes, 
undefeated, untied Michigan, the number one team in the nation. They brought honor to their new coach, Benny Oosterbond, who was voted the coach of the year. But our greatest thrill came the following week when all eyes of the nation's football fans turned toward the Lone Star State of Texas. This was one of our last football broadcasts of this year. For down Texas way, the eyes of the entire nation were on Southern Methodist and Texas Christian. And there, there we saw football history repeating itself. Southern Methodist, Southwestern Conference champions invited to the Cotton Bowl, trailing underdog Texas Christian seven points with only a minute left to play. Last year, Southern Methodist pulled the game out of the fire by going the length of the field in that last minute. And this year, this year, the same team in the same place did the same thing. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. The football season's over now. Yeah, it's over for this year. But strangely enough, you know, you know, there wouldn't be any football season if it hadn't been for a man who'd never even played the game. Yeah, that's true. Years ago, so many boys were killed playing football that many states passed laws making football illegal. However, one man said, football's a good thing for this nation. For through the American game of football, the East gets to know the West and the North meets the South. Football teaches boys that Easterners aren't cold, that Midwesterners aren't hicks, that Southerners aren't lazy. It teaches us that we can't all be all Americans, but that every one of us can be mighty proud that we're all just plain Americans. The man who said that, ladies and gentlemen, saved the game of football, for he changed the laws of a nation to save the game even though he'd never played it. For he... He was the President of the United States, Mr. Theodore Roosevelt. Next Friday night, we'll be back same time, same stations, when our guest will be the Olympic skating champion, Barbara Ann Scott. And after next week's guest, the future guest will be George Raft and then Eddie Cantor. In the meantime, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night at this very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night. Bill Stern, the Colby safety man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colby safety man, had lots to say. He told you tales of sports, he wrote the inside dope, he really knows. So listen in next Friday night. C-O-L-G-A-T-E. Bill Stern's latest sport book, entitled My Favorite Boxing Stories, is on sale wherever pocketbooks are sold. Tomorrow night over NBC, hear Colgate's Hour of Fun, hilarious Judy Canova, followed immediately by A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. The Bill Stern Show tonight came from New York and Hollywood. This is it.